Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Tonight, we're talking Disney Plus. All the things that we've wanted and rumored and hoped for. Oh, it's all coming true. All of your dreams. All of your Disney Plus dreams. We will talk about that. We'll talk about some really cool Avengers Endgame tie-ins. And we're talking Cloak and Dagger Season 2, Episode 3. All that and more because Marvel TV Weekly starts now. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Oh, yes, indeed. If it's Sunday, if it's 9, almost 9.30 here uh, on the West Coast, it is indeed Marvel TV Weekly. I'm Christian Butt, joined, as always, by Zia Landerson, Lee Zia Bastille Day. Zia, say Hi! Hi! I'm excited to get Disney Plus. I can't wait. When can we order it? When does it start? Well, let's start right there. Ah! Uh, November. Uh, so That's a long time to wait. That is a long time to wait. Dang and it, Disney. Get it had, together. We've had this stuff rumored for a while. We've talked So yeah. all the things we're about to talk about, we have talked about before, but they were not confirmed. You know, it was like, well... It, we're hoping that it's this, and it's going to be that, and hopefully this. these are the people involved. So all of that. Uh, but... Uh, so we'll go through it, and if you're if you're on the fence about Disney Plus, this is probably not the show for you to watch. If you're if you're watching Marvel TV Weekly, and you're like, yeah, I don't know if I want that Disney Plus. Um, I don't know. There's gonna be there's gonna be a lot of Marvel TV on that service, uh, and it's going to be the very affordably priced six ninety nine. And uh, there are some industry insiders that think that this will start some kind of pricing war where some of the existing services might lower their price. Uh, yes, please. Pricing war. I'm, I, I welcome it. I'm not mad about that. Yeah, yeah I, I got, I got no problem. Yeah, Netflix just keeps going up and up. They yeah. know that and, I'm not going to cancel and it. And they keep getting rid of their Marvel shows. So I, I don't know. know what Netflix thinks that they're going to charge me for. I mean, they have other things I want. Damn it. I know. You want to watch Sabrina? I do. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, maybe eventually Stranger Things Season 3. But, you know. We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. Uh, so, six ninety nine. It's going to start in November. And then we're going to go into some of the specific shows. But just on the whole. Oh, and... If it's not enough, all this Marvel stuff, and I know this is Marvel TV Weekly, but there's the that Mandalorian, <gasps> Mandalorian. Star Wars show, and I, I don't even know what else. You know, and, all and I heard was a Mandalorian, and I was like, I mean, I was going to get it anyway. Here's and the then thing: they're like, the Mandalorian's going to be. If you take like, any yeah. one of these things, yeah. I would still get it. Yeah, it's six ninety nine, but I for one show, I, I would spend sixteen ninety nine. I, I would. So you know, <laughs> don't don't tell Bob Iger because um, yeah, he he doesn't need to know that. But so Zia, you hear all this. Mm-hmm. Where was your level of excitement when it was like, oh, this is rumored, this might happen, oh, maybe this, maybe that? And that versus right now. Where's your excitement level? Now right it's now? really exciting. I'm super bummed that I have to wait till freaking November because there's all these shows that I want to watch now. I was, the other night, I was talking about it with my husband in bed and we we're talking about um, the Disney Plus and he was not super hyped for it. And I was like, oh, yeah, there's, there's going to be another Hawkeye show on it. And he's like, oh, let me guess, it's not Jeremy Renner. I'm like, no, 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 it's Jeremy Renner. And he like perked up and I was yeah. like, and I told him about the other series and he's like, 
oh, that's going to be good. <laughs> like, yeah. Just Scarlet Witch and um, and uh, Vision. Yeah. Like, even, I'm so excited for that. I'm excited for the Loki. There's so yeah. much. No, no. It's all very exciting. And it's stuff that I was looking forward to. And yeah. let's kind of go through. And now – we're not really getting like story details, uh, although a little bit on the Hawkeye one. So we're going to go through and kind of talk a little bit about it. And some of it might be like, oh, here's what we hope the show will be. So, Zia, let's start off with a Loki show. And uh, we've got some fun comic book graphics that uh, these are not graphics in any way associated with the series. But uh, a lot of them are number one issues. Like this is a Loki number one that I thought looked pretty cool. So uh, for those watching on YouTube, you'll see some uh, cool images that go with it. Uh, so tell me your excitement level for Loki. And uh, we know that it's going to have Tom Hiddleston. Uh, so that's the important part. Uh, but uh, excitement level and what you hope the show is. My excitement level is too high apparently because Haywood Wong says Chilzia. I can't, Haywood. I can't. We yeah. have to wait till November, and I'm Look, too excited. Look, she doesn't watch Agents of Shield, so she, you know, there's I not don't. a lot. There's like she's excited about Legion, and that's kind of it for Marvel TV. Yeah, you know, eventually Jessica Jones, but we don't even know when. We don't know when. Yeah, I still have, can't even have anything about that. Anyway, okay. Uh, what was I saying? Do, 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 so, do, do. Uh, oh, uh, yes. <laughs> See, I got sidetracked yeah. by how excited the I The God was. of Lies. Loki. Um, that's going to be, I'm really excited. I know that uh, we've talked about it previously on Marvel Movie News about how they, or they, I'm talking about some people, think it might be a young Loki series, which I'm actually, I don't, I kind of don't want it to be that. I would so, much rather see it be events previous to maybe the first Thor. So I'm interested in that series, just not right now. Yeah. I don't want this to be that. Agreed. I would really like a, a young Loki, especially if it's young Loki and young Thor. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like. I kind of like, you know, you've seen some of that in the comics, just flashbacks to the dynamic they had growing up and all that. So I would like to see that at some point, but I want this to be Tom Hiddleston as Loki. It does, it, like present day is tough unless who knows what happens in Endgame, you know? Uh, I know he didn't die as part of the snap. But who's to say that uh, that that he won't be alive at the end of that movie? I mean, so. he's been alive other times yeah. when we've thought he uh, was dead. If so. they want it to be, you know, after Avengers, you know, uh, during, you know, or when he's pretending to be Odin between uh, Dark World and Ragnarok, yeah, I'd be interested in that. Any of that, yeah. But I would, I would, I definitely wouldn't mind seeing some of the events. Before the first yeah, no, I think movie. that could think be that interesting. That would be yeah, uh, and uh, for those watching on YouTube, this was uh, one of my favorite alternate uh, huh. covers of uh, nice. the vote Loki image. Uh, and does it, I mean, it just you feel like I would vote for him. Uh, let us know in the chat what you want the series to be, uh, and if you're not excited for any of this, please tell us why. Uh, I will try to humor you and not belittle you like a child. But no, I'm just. <laughs> I, I will t I, I will try to entertain your reason for why you're not excited about uh, any of these products. Uh, these you know product because we have to pay for it. We'll but, entertain uh, it, but you will be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are going to move down the list and talk about more from Disney Plus. But first, Zia has this message. Yes, I do. Before we move on to our next topic, we just wanted to say thank you for making us the ESPN of TV Talk. For us to continue to grow, we can use your help. Make sure you just hit all the all the buttons, the liking, the subscribing, typing the words for the commenting. We love that. Um, I love talking to you guys in chat. Having you guys be a part of the conversation is like the most awesome thing ever. You're like our extended panel. We need you guys. Um, and thank you for making us... You know, giving us the opportunity to do this. I think that's the biggest thing. It means a lot to us because we get to come here and talk about Marvel so we don't annoy all of the people in our lives. Just you guys. 
Uh, and when you were talking about it, it uh, reminded me of Professor Frank from The Simpsons. Like, well, with the buttons and the liking and the flavor. Uh, anyway, that's just, that's just for yeah. me. Oh, and also iTunes. Oh, yeah. Five stars. Yeah, yeah. We need the fives. If one, you're going to do one, four two, stars, don't bother. Well, and yeah. they don't work, so just yeah. don't even we just need the fi- because yeah. nothing Even happens. if you only think we're a four-star show, please, we just ask for a fifth one, you know? We'll we'll make it up to you at some point. We'll, we'll do a, a fifth star somewhere along the line. Oh, Jenna James says, Loki show does not intrigue me, but we'll see. Okay. How hey. do you go into it with a <laughs> Chris Moe is also not sure about a Loki show. <laughs> I mean, uh, the only yeah, ones. You know, I it could be anything. Like if it's if it's like the Loki sitcom where he like runs a bar in Boston, I'm gonna love that show too. So you know, it, you could mm-hmm. you could do kind of anything. Uh, let's uh, move it on over to the Hawkeye show that uh, <gasps> we have uh, heard a lot about. Now, I was also surprised that this was going to be with Jeremy Renner. Uh, Tom Hiddleston is, is established, but I would say at this point, Jeremy Renner is, I mean, he's essentially a movie star. He's in the uh, Mission Impossible movies. He was in the one Bourne movie that I think didn't make as much money as the others, but he was still in a Bourne movie. He was in Hansel and Gretel. Right. I forgot about that. Yeah. I mean, and, and the first time I really noticed him was a Hurt Locker. Mm. So, uh, you know, uh, so... You know, I think that uh, that's really the key with these shows, as we talk about all of them, is that you're going to get the actual talent associated with the role from the movies. Because as is so often the case in the history of things that have been adapted for television, you don't get any of the actors, uh, you know, and sometimes one or two actors is missing. Like, there was a Clueless TV show that had everybody except for Alicia Silverstone. What? Yep. But who did you want? Alicia Silverstone. Right, exactly. Wait, Everybody else. Did it also have um, Paul Rudd? Uh, I don't know actually about that because oh, okay. I, I don't think he was a series regular. Those whoever that character was the only. But it was two. like all of her friends from school and everything. Yeah, no. yeah. And no. uh, there was a my big fat Greek wedding TV show with everybody uh, except for John Corbett. So you you very rarely can you get all of this. So the fact that we would get. Uh, Jeremy Renner is Hawkeye. And uh, this is a, a number one for those looking on YouTube of the Hawkeye Limited series. And it's the series that we would never see on television. But there he is with his uh, wife, Mockingbird, whom uh, most of you know is Bobby from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, it still pains me that uh, this pairing is not something we'll ever get on the screen. But the pairing that we are going to get in this series is apparently it will be sort of like uh, Clinton, Clint Barton. Uh, Mr. Miyagi and Kate Bishop. I'm into it. And that's the other Hawkeye, so uh, the other Hawkeye image. Uh, there you go. And you can see uh, it's a very stylish outfit for uh, Kate Bishop. Yeah, there. I like it. I love that purple. It, you know, if anybody on this panel ever had purple hair, it might actually go with that with that outfit. Just to, just for future mm. for future uh, cosplay uh, opportunities. Uh, so I think that this could be. Uh, you know, I I would want him to be in it a fair amount if they want to pass the baton off. Or pass the the quiver of arrows off to the new Hawkeye. That's fine. Yeah. But I need I need some I need a serious amount of actual Hawkeye in it. I need Jeremy Renner. Yeah. I wanted to be in it a lot. We're gonna need to see a lot of that for the first season. If they want to pass it off for the second season, fine. Yeah. But she can for, be she can be in the whole season yeah. if you want. But, I, but yeah, if he's not yeah. gonna be in it, I, I I still want him to be. You know, I wanted to be a presence. So, uh, talk a little bit about your thoughts on that, and uh, you know, just what you hope to see from that series as well. I again, I know we've talked about this before, but it's I love just the Mr. Miyagi um, comparison. Right, I, sure. I want to see that, uh, but I was, but you're right. I would like to see definitely Jeremy Renner doing a lot of it. Uh, I guess we're probably going to see how they met because that just seems like a good place to start. Yeah. 
So uh, that's exciting, too. I think the biggest thing I'm excited about, just for all the shows in general, is the budget we're going to get. Yeah. And just the level of acting. So it's going to make it that much better. I'm very excited for all of them. Yeah, and look, the key is you, ha- you, you have to spend money uh, on this stuff. And yeah. you know, getting the talent shows that they're they're willing to spend the money, you know. Uh, one of the shows I do here at After Buzz is the after show for Star Trek Discovery. And I'll always point out that it has just a tremendous budget. And the fact that it looks so good, it's like, it's like getting an hour movie every week. It's that level. And Disney has so much money. Now, ESPN can't lose enough money to make Disney want to cut corners on stuff like this. They're incapable of losing that much money. They can lose a lot of money, but not enough where they can't spend a lot on this. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that show. Uh, For me personally, what I am most interested in, though, however, is Vision and the Scarlet Witch. Yeah. In uh, Ultron and in Infinity War, when we had scenes with uh, Wanda and the Vision together – I was just like, oh, we're, we've at least got this much because I know we'll never get a Vision and Scarlet Witch movie. And I was right. I'd never considered that we would get a miniseries with Paul Bettany and Elizabeth Olsen. And whatever their story ends up being after Endgame, I want to see, you know, if if it's present day or they want to go back and show us, you know, there's there's references made to all this time that they spent together when we see them in Infinity War. If you want it to be that story leading up to that, that's fine. But I am just a big fan of those two characters together. Uh, a little while ago, we showed an image from uh, one of uh, multiple Vision and Scarlet Witch number ones from different miniseries they had, and uh, that was a that was a series that uh, I enjoyed uh, I enjoyed a lot from the from the mid eighties. Uh, they they have kids in that one. It gets retconned away, and then the kids disappear. But for at one moment in time, I was very happy for them and. They lived in the suburbs of New Jersey. Everything was perfect for Vision and the Scarlet Witch. So I'm really interested to see them explore these characters that, look, honestly, there's not enough time in the movies to really get to know them. You know them a little bit, but we would never get to to really delve into these you know, really interesting characters uh, in the course of the movie. What do you think about Vision and Scarlet Witch, Zia? I am this- – <laughs> This is this is why we're friends. I'm gonna say mind of you. I'm I think the most excited for this one. I think we get to see her powers a lot in the movies, but to me, not enough. I want yeah. I want to see more of that. Like I would like to see yeah their lives together and everything. And I think that'll be interesting to see them just in the normal seas of life living together. Yeah. But I still I still really want to see them both using their powers more. Right. And if uh, you were able to do the wish list, you've said this many times on the different shows that we do together, what do you most want to see from Scarlet Witch somewhere on the screen at some point? House of M? Yes, exactly. Ah, how <laughs> the way that know? they could bring the X-Men into the MCU. Well, yes, absolutely. And also her losing her kids is yeah. what leads to yes. the house of leads to that whole storyline. Yeah, so. exactly. So, Make it happen, guys. Super excited for that. And uh, again, as we go through any of these, uh, and those of you in the chat, let us know uh, what you're most excited for. Ooh. And if there's any, you know, again, we've already heard people not excited about Loki, but let us know what you are excited for. Uh, what were you going to say, Zia? Oh, also, 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 they're going to need to get um, Evan Peters as Quicksilver. I know he died in the MCU, but let's just bring him back as Evan Peters. Right. Well, yeah, exactly. It has to be Evan Peters, though, not Aaron Johnson. Mm, no. I, I, I have a lot of, Sorry, Aaron I have Johnson. a lot of problems with conversations that involve Aaron Johnson was just as good as ever. No, he wasn't. No. He just wasn't. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, so uh, <laughs> let's move on to another one that uh, wouldn't have ever expected this, but it would be a series with Winter Soldier and 
the Falcons. So we oh, would get Sebastian Stan yes. and uh, Anthony Mackey. I almost called him Sam Mackey. I almost took his character name with his real last name and, <laughs> and melded them Sam together. Mackey's a Sam good Mackey's name. a great name. We should we should write him. Yeah. Like, just consider it. Yeah, just consider Sam consider Mackey. Consider it. But uh, so we got uh, we got the Winter Soldier. We got the Falcon Yay. together. Uh, Look, I, I don't know where that is in the timeline. I don't know what's going on, in, you know, mm-hmm. where any of that is. But I like these characters. And again, characters that, you know, look, uh, the second Captain America movie was largely about the Winter Soldier. But we're not going to get that much, you know. So I am very excited at the prospect of getting to know them a little bit more. Uh, Zia, what, do you, what is one thing you'd most like to see from a, a uh, Falcon Winter Soldier series? Oh, gosh. I don't even know, to be honest with you. That's one where I'm just like, give me whatever. I'll take it. Right. I'll watch it. That's fair. <laughs> whatever you give me, I'm into it. Uh, and then there's uh, two other non-scripted series that we're going to get from Disney+. Plus. Uh, these are ones that we don't have any images for. Uh, there'll be uh, there'll be one in a moment. But uh, the first is uh, Marvel 616, which, uh, you know, at first... I was just looking at that, and I'm like, okay, so it's the Marvel Universe set in Grand, Grand Rapids, Michigan. That's that's the area code for Grand Rapids, Michigan. So that's just for like a real small segment of the audience I made that joke. But uh, the 616 is the, the Marvel Universe that we know. There's a lot of different universes and realities and timelines and things. 616 is the main one. So this would be a show that kind of highlights a lot of key moments in history. So like – for example, they'd be like, this one's about the Dark Phoenix saga. This one's about Secret Wars. This one's about House of M. This one's about Civil War the way it was in the comics. And I think that as a you know bingeable streaming, just an archive of a show, that's a really useful tool to have. Because right now, if you want to know more about one of those, like what happened in House of M, you can find it on Wikipedia or even you know Marvel.com if you don't have Marvel Unlimited. You can find a little bit about it. But – to have like an actual show where they talk about it, I don't. Know, I think that could be really useful. It could help jog my memory for stuff I've read, but stuff I've never read, and I'm like, oh, there's going to be a movie that ties into that. I don't have time to read it. Let me see what the show is. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you feel like that could be a useful show, Zia? Yeah, absolutely. No, you're right. And just being able to listen to it—that's not something you have to watch. That's something you could even just have on in the background while you clean or do stuff around the house. I think that that's yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. And then the other unscripted show is called Marvel's Hero Project. Which, uh, in a way, it kind of seems like Extreme Makeover Marvel Universe Edition, where (laughs) basically they they highlight, you know, real heroes in the community. And I think that's great. I think that there is definitely a place for that. I would be very interested to see what the Marvel Universe angle is of it. But they're going to have to win me over on that one. I'm I'm not that excited for that one. It's not my kind of show. Uh, I don't, uh, you know, I don't, I, I don't like reality based uh, programming. Uh, it's just, it, 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 I always feel like I'm like, man, I should be watching something else. But because this is Marvel related, I am very interested to see what they're uh, going to possibly do with it. What do you think about this one, Zia? I I like it. I think that they're going to highlight it. It might not be something that I watch a lot of. I, but I'll probably watch a couple of them. I, just, I think it's a cool idea. Highlighting people who are actually doing things. It's nice. And I feel like those people need more recognition because you they don't get a lot. That's true. So yeah, that's for, true. I, for that part of it, it's yeah, nice. I, 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 I should uh, be more understanding. But anyway, I'm not that excited. <laughs> You're so. like, I don't care. I'm though. still not that excited. But, <laughs> but you don't have to watch thing. it. I know, I'm going to check out the first one no matter what. No matter what I hear about it going in, I want to see it, and I want them to win me over. So one of the other things we've talked about before is that uh, Disney Plus would have an animated What If series. And we have an image that is not from that series, but it ties into what we have confirmed the first episode will be. What if Peggy Carter 
were Captain America. And Crazy. the expectation is that we uh we would have we'd have the actual voices from the movies uh you know actually you know doing the voices in the animated series which uh, personally I think would be great. Um what do you think about that as a great I mean for me it's a great starting point for this you know uh, alternate reality what if universe. What do you think about that one? Oh yeah, I'm excited for all the what ifs. Again, I yeah. don't care what they give us is if they're stupid or not cuz I've we've talked about the what ifs. There's some a that are bit. stupid. We talked about stupid ones. I yeah. don't even care. I'll, I'll watch those too because even the stupid ones I'm like, "What? Show yeah. give I want to know what that is." What if Wolverine were king of the vampires? <laughs> I'm into it. I know actually Fine. that's one that you I know you want to see. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but I think yeah, that's a really cool starting point especially cuz Peggy Carter's so Awesome. Yeah, and if we get so, Haley Atwell's yeah. voice and Chris Evans' voice, and yeah. the funny thing about Chris Evans, he would be like skinny Steve Rogers, who doesn't become Captain America. Oh my god! So that would just be funny that if we had hilarious. him like that. And just think about how they would animate him. Uh, one final thing that is, I, I, I have, I can't stress enough that this is an unconfirmed. The most clickbait-looking rumor that I've ever seen on anything. There's like one shaky website has it, and then a couple others reported it. So I don't see this actually being developed for Disney+. Plus. I just have to say that right now. I don't know what the rights are and the breakdowns with the Hulk because Universal has to distribute movies. I don't know if they can do a series. I just would love this, so I'm going to actually mention it. But don't get your hopes up. I don't think this is really happening. And it would be a Hulk and She-Hulk TV show. I would I would like to see She-Hulk just period. But put her together with Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk. I mean, come on. That's like that's like a movie every week. Who would like, be She-Hulk? Well, I don't know. They don't have that yet. You know. So the, the, again, super unconfirmed. But uh, I don't know. What do you think? That'd I mean, be awesome. I know right? it's unconfirmed, but I'm down. Let's do that. Yeah. Give me some She-Hulk action. We haven't seen any of that. Definitely Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm casting She-Hulk in my head right now. I'm really thinking about it. All right. Well, you let us know who you I come will. up with. I will. Uh, in a moment, we're going to talk about uh, Cloak and Dagger Season 2, Episode 3. <gasps> uh, but first, uh, there's two more things that I, that I thought were interesting. There's uh, some uh, branding with uh, Adidas from Marvel, and uh, we'll just uh, sh- show the the photo from Adidas' Instagram really fast. You can see some of the shoes for those on YouTube uh, and just uh, some of the styles uh, for a- actual uh, professional athletes, uh, you know, a couple NBA players right there in the front, uh, some of the tie-ins there. So, uh, you know, if, you, if, if you're a sneakerhead like Sam Roberts, oh uh, you could buy some of those shoes. Uh, not... Not so much for me. Uh, And then the thing that I will spend a lot of money on is another tie-in. There will be uh, special uh, cans of uh, – the the image that I have is not this one that you have, Steph, but uh, there's a bunch of uh, Coke cans. uh, The tie-in is – uh, somewhere in there, I, I, at least there was supposed to be. And Christian, if it's not you there, messed it up. I didn't mess it up. The problem is the way <laughs> that they organize everything. And I don't know. It might not. And honestly, I should. It should have attached. But here's the problem. Everything. I think everything attaches, and then I see so much, so it might not be there. But so anyway, just kidding. There's here's the cans. There's yeah, and they're gonna have faces of like a bunch of the different Avengers and stuff. So you buy the cans and you never open them. I, I mean. It's I, I, I yeah I'm gonna probably drink it but no yeah I remember I know. I, look I, yeah <laughs> w- what do you remember when I was a kid yep. my dad had bottles of Paps yep. Blue Ribbon sure. that he never opened because it was before it made a weird comeback and the hipsters got all into it it right. was like a collectible beer sure 
So you got to do that with the – you don't open them. Well, I remember uh, when uh, Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace came out, all the Pepsi products had different varieties of characters. There were like 24 of them. I bet if you still had it, maybe worth some money. Well, I, they're not worth that much money because anything <laughs> attached to Episode One is not worth money, as anyone who has any action figures can tell you. Yeah, you're not but, wrong. But uh, I did complete the set, and I gave it to my sister, and I told her, you – I was like, I'm going to give this to you, but you can never get rid of it. And – I don't know if she moved to Seattle with it. I'll have to find out. But anyway, <laughs> that's what I'm going to do with uh, okay. with these Marvel cans. Anyway, uh, I, I think I sent uh, Steph on a wild goose chase. It wasn't it, – it apparently wasn't in there. I'll show that picture next week. It's a cool image and it will give me an excuse to start drinking soda here on the show if I can uh, buy those cans. Anyway, uh, we only have about 10 minutes left. And we have our in the booth our friend Steph Sabra, who uh, some of you know from uh, the South Park After Show, is where I got to know her. Also, a past guest of the Blackcast, uh, Steph. Can you say hi to the people? Hi, can you guys hear me? Okay? We do hear you. We hear you. Yes. We hear you very well. And one of the shows you do hear at After Buzz is the Cloak and Dagger After Show. Yes. So I want you to spend a minute and talk about what you like about just the show in general, and then transition into your thoughts on the most recent episode um it's so funny because zia and i basically get along on everything but i have heard that she is not a fan and uh, i don't understand I'm and that's sorry, like a big Steph. clap between each <laughs> right? i don't understand yes oh yeah i don't understand <laughs> thank what you for she's my doing. visuals <laughs> Um, amazing show. One of the best Marvel TV shows ever, period. Sorry, wow. Zia. Because it hits social topics so well without it implicating the characters. And there's such strong character development. I love the entire cast. I love the storylines they've hit, um, especially in season one. But now I'm even more excited about season two. And last episode was amazing. Uh, I have the whole fight against sex trafficking is actually very near and dear to my heart. It's uh, one of the things that I spend a lot of time trying to be a part of the solutions. And I think that they hit it so well. It's such a good episode. It brings you into the world. I'm and we had Ali Maki on last week's um, after show, actually. And she's basically one of your BFFs. Yes. Yeah. We share a Japanese connection and basically we've become best friends but she is so cool she's cooler than her character as mina hess which is surprising is she so cool that she would do this show too that's the real test you don't have to answer that we'll find out yeah. that's how we'll find out how cool she is uh no i do like her character and uh i i realize now that i i saw her here but i thought she was uh, someone else that i had met here at after buzz so i was like uh, I, like i'm like oh i can't remember her name so i didn't say anything so it's good because i confused her with someone Anyway, I uh, what I liked about the most recent episode is the fact that they dealt, and you know, we saw a little of it in the previous episode. The uh, dealing with sex trafficking, I think, is important. Well, first of all, it's important just real world, but for the Cloak and Dagger characters, they deal a lot with uh, drug dealers, prostitution, and, and and you know, like people that find themselves trapped in these situations and try and help them get out of it. You know, they it's definitely. Uh, they would have fit really well in with the, the like the the Hell's Kitchen, you know, the Marvel, uh, the Netflix universe, like those those down and dirty characters, because just the stuff that they deal with, it's like the Avengers 
are too busy to deal with drug dealers, you know? Yeah. And I like that they set the show in New Orleans because they make the most of this location. So I think it's great to see them actually, you know, well, getting their hands dirty and, and trying to fix these problems. It was a little bit too abstract in the first season. It's like, oh, there's a lot of drug dealing. I'm like, well, yeah. What else are you going to do? <laughs> and like... The the point that uh, that I don't even remember which O'Reilly it was that made the point is like cloak going around and stealing drugs and stealing money isn't going to fix the problem. No. You know, short term, yeah, you're keeping some drugs off the street. But uh, so I don't. I think this is more concrete. What do I you love think? That. Yeah, what do you think about uh, that as as an approach for uh, you know th- this current storyline, Zia? Oh, I'm really glad that they that they finally delved into that. I think. See, I, I mean. Everyone already knows my feelings. But I think part of why season one was so hard for me to watch, like it was a freaking slog getting through, um, was that to me they're just – I didn't care what was going on. I was like, all right, cool. Right. You guys don't know what the hell you're doing. Well, that, awesome. See, but that's just the way you felt. But that's just the way I because felt, and that's fine. Y- yeah. You, you being 13 years younger than me, think you're too old for that show, I, and that doesn't make any sense I, to me. I really, I really do. so funny, Zia. <laughs> right? That- Christian, you bring up a great point, which is what I touched on last week, is that – I love that it's not doing what Marvel and any superhero genre TV show can tend to do is they try to take on any issue and be like, we can solve this because we're superheroes. But instead, we're like, no, this is actually like an institutional issue and you can't just do this. Yeah. Right. What I like about this is when, you know, you and you would see this sometimes in comics when they would have you know, the equivalent of like the very special episode that you'd have in a sitcom. It's like you can help specific people in a situation that's tied to this. You can't really fix the problem. All you can do is call attention to it. You know, I mean, there's there's comics that uh, dealt with uh, drug addiction and uh, child abuse, you know, all these uh, kidnapping, all these sort of things, which I think is important to do. But yeah, it's like even the point is like, you look, even superheroes, neither Cloak and Dagger can't actually fix this problem. The Mm-mm. specific situation they're in, yeah, the people running the the shady uh, ambulance business, yeah, you can you can find them and you can stop those girls. I mean, help those. You can help those women. girls stop yeah, those people. Those yeah, you know, uh, Mayim can take a brick to their head, whatever she needs to do to get things done. Uh, so yeah, so I I really liked that as kind of a starting point. And we talked about this on this show uh, last week, Steph. We love this idea that there's two O'Reillys because the in the comics, mayhem is just what happens to her. And she's, uh, you know, got a scary green face. And, you know, I like that they give her the green fingernails to differentiate that, nod, that here. Yeah. yeah, that's cool to have that little nod. Uh, but we were just really surprised that there were actually physically two of them. You know, when she's looking and they show this in the, in the fly, the previous uh, on at the beginning of this episode, when she's looking down in the puddle and she hears herself talking to herself, it's like, well, we've always seen that in shows and movies when somebody has some kind of split personality. Never for a second did I think that there's actually physically two of them. So I thought that that was really interesting as a very unique spin on it. What did you think about that Steph? Yeah, I totally feel the same way. When I first saw him, I'm like, is this a Mulan reflection moment? <laughs> like, what's going to happen here? <laughs> I love the take that there's two of them. Um, and I think that will play into, I think that, I hope that they can kind of like tag team and learn from each other because I actually love Mayhem as a comic book character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited to see how she develops in the show version. But it would be cool to have like a a higher reaching Mayhem that kind of has 
no idea what compassion is, but then can learn from her other half. Yeah, I'm kind of not in a rush to have them get back together. You know, the 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 two mayhems. Like, if there's some way to merge the personalities, I kind of like having having this one. You know, this just happened in the comics in Amazing Spider-Man. They separated Spider-Man from Peter Parker, and so Spider-Man was actually a, an a-hole with like no no real moral center of any kind, and uh, also uh, the you know, it, like they talk about in the show, it's like the really aggressive one is too aggressive and is ultimately, you know, going to die or, you know, kill the original one, which I thought was an interesting way to illustrate that from the maze uh, with the mice in it. You know, uh, Ali Mackey's character was just like, oh, no. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, what did you think was going to happen there? Um, so I don't know. I'm very interested in where we are early in the season. I, I like where it's headed. Um Z and I are a little critical on more than anything. One thing we're in agreement on <laughs> the music. It's so loud and it is clearly not for us. Not for us. Uh, but it's totally for me. Yes. That's why I wanted to ask. I was like, Steph, I feel like it's for you, right? It's totally for me. Every time that I just think the soundtrack is so freaking good. And actually, um, the main character, why is his name? Cloak. Um, Tyrone. Yeah, but yeah. in real life, uh, slipping my name. But Oh my gosh, he, why is it? Yeah, is Omar. Is his name? Aubrey. Yes. Aubrey, yeah. thank you. Aubrey yes. Joseph, he um, has a SoundCloud, actually. You go, And I think he'll be dropping an album soon, but really? I, I believe in episode one, you'll hear actually one of his original tracks in it. I think I actually read that. That's cool. Uh, He's really good. Like he is, I was kind of nervous when actors want to be like, I'm getting do music too, but he's really good. Yeah, I mean, Keanu Reeves had a band, and uh, no, he didn't. And, oh, it's called Dog Star. I don't want to know. You can find it. <laughs> I don't want to find it. And uh, <laughs> I love Keanu Reeves too much. And uh, Thirty Seconds to Mars is uh, the, yeah, but I actually like Thirty Seconds yeah, to Mars. Yeah, so you They're have examples. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, so that's interesting. So, uh, but in, 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 apart from his music, like, do you find out what the music is in the episode? Like, adding that to my iTunes, adding that to my iTunes. Like, do do you go yes. that far? Yeah, I see. I I really like the music. I I thought you did. Look, uh, in the premiere, there was like one rock song, and I'm like, oh my god, I don't even know what this is. And I'm like, but this I is just. Like it. I like this because it's not what it usually is. So, oh, and that was probably the one. The one you did. That's like. the one you didn't like. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is why we don't get along. Steph. Yeah, this I is... am Heidi. If you guys don't know the South Park reference, look she's it up. so smart and she's so funny. That's Steph. I'm smart and funny and basically Christian is Cartman half the time. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean half the time? <laughs> All the time. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, uh, you know, I, I thought it would be fun to have uh, Steph sit in, in, in the booth uh, for at least this week because I know how much she likes the show. It's better than having and, just me talk well, about it Well, because you don't, because you like, don't oh, like oh, it. Okay. But, I, but that's why I always try to highlight with you, Zia, what it is that you do like about I, it. I'm trying to be good this season yeah. just talk about the things i like right and so far uh i think mayhem is something that you really like mayhem is cool yeah and if we get mr jip like there's rumors I would love mr that jip. would be great so, i liked i really loved um tyrone pulling uh may it was was it mayhem or o'reilly into the dark dimension it was cloak? mayhem it was yeah, mayhem. All because right. like yeah because so. we can tell from the coming attractions for next week that he leaves her there like uh, like he did with uh, Connors. Now, that there, was cool. there's a great shout out in this episode, though, 
to, uh, you know, when they talk about O'Reilly writing on the playing cards mm-hmm. uh, to uh, Ben Yurick from the New York Bulletin, who, of course, uh, passed away in season one no. of Daredevil. But no. he did that, too. And she mentions, I learned this from a reporter in New York. So these are the kind of uh, little Easter eggs that, uh, you know, real hard, hardcore, diehard Marvel fans, we love stuff like that. Because this show, in season one, they alluded to Misty Knight. You know, they, they've alluded to a, a bunch of things. If we know? saw Misty Knight, it would turn the whole show around for me. Yeah. I wonder, Let's get her I wonder if Netflix... Like has the rights to that ah, character, even though she I wasn't a lead. Because if they did, they would just call her something else, you know. Yeah. And then like, it's like, wow, it's like a hundred degrees with like a lot of humidity. Why do you have your arm covered? I can't talk about it. You know, <laughs> they would just like, yeah. don't bring up the arm. Just do like just a vague yelling. thing where they never say her name. This is my friend from New York. What's her name? Don't worry about it. Uh, but anyway, I know I thought that, that was a cool uh, shout out, and mm-hmm. I don't know if you even caught that. I did. You like I did. I it just did. made me sad. Yeah, I don't like to talk about it. Yeah, I know. But, <laughs> Poor Ben. I know, but uh, I blame Karen. Anyway, uh, so what are you, uh, Steph? What are you most looking forward to this season on Cloak and Dagger? Mayhem yeah. in the dark dimension. I just think that it is so cool. We haven't really seen it. I don't think we have seen it actually. We, I mean, we, we saw it last episode, but in other shows, has there been? No, I mean, I I think that, uh, you know, they've dealt with it a lot in the comics where like time passes differently in there. Mm -hmm. And some people are so horrified by what they see in there. They never they're just not right when they come out. You know, there's a lot of different different ways to handle it. You know, I mean, he can, uh, you know, in the comics, obviously, he's had the powers for a long time. He's able to kind of extend the cloak and, you know bullets can be shot into yeah. there and he can keep people safe. So I, I like seeing, this is one of the things that I think Zia and I did agree on uh, after the season premiere. I like seeing the fact that they have their powers and they're mm-hmm. using them. And to me, like season one was really like the origin story. All right, we're getting to figure all this out. And then I like that this season started. All right, we're much better with our powers now. Yeah, I don't yeah. need them to be perfect because I think that that would be a bit of a leap. But yeah. Uh, yeah. I like that moment a lot when Tyrone transported all of them and they were like, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, it's just hard doing p- bringing people with me and doing it so fast. Like, yeah, I, just, I, I liked, but he still did it. Tandy yeah. was pissing me off this yeah, she, episode. I agree with you there. She, <laughs> she gets was, like very like, in her privilege, and excuse Tyrone's me. there to check it. Yeah, but like, I give am her a minute. Excited. I, I will say, my, I'm most excited to see the take on them being vigilantes, though. Yeah, that, I mean, I really do like their comic book um, history. Yeah, no, yeah. I think that uh, the yeah the you know look like Frank Castle, the Punisher. The, there's there's a lot of stuff that's in a gray area. And your actual superheroes want to stay away from all of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and sometimes you just know, like, I, it's what I I like some of what Mayhem's had to say. It's like, yeah, these are people who are going to get away. They're, you know, they're going to be able to buy their way out of the legal system. So I'm going to have to take care of it. And uh, I don't know. I think that there are times where that's important. Uh, you know, if this storyline leads to a point where the people running – this you know sex trafficking ring and the ambulance it's like they're probably going to be especially look i'm 
any, anybody who's ever been to New Orleans, let's just say it's uh, it's easy to get away with stuff there. All you need is a little, just a little bit of money. So uh, I think that they're probably going to come to a point. It's like, do we let? Do we just let them get away, get through the system? I mean, look what happened with Connors. You know, everybody knew that uh, he shot Tyrone's brother, but uh, nothing happened to him for it. Yeah. So uh, I like the approach that they take with these characters, and uh, I know that it's a little bit of a struggle for Zia. But uh, I'm I'm glad that they at least have one character that you like consistently week in week out at this point, and it's just the mayhem half. You don't even like the other half of her. Yeah, I no, I actually kind of don't like Bridget that much. <laughs> <laughs> like, no. uh, what are some of your favorite things about the show? And we have to wrap up in a, in a minute. But uh, Steph, what are just uh, character wise? Uh, who do you like? You know that apart from uh, Tyrone and Tandy, who are some of the uh, supporting characters that you like the most? Allie Mocky, 100%. Yep. Mina your, has your home girl. My home girl. Uh, Mina has is so cool to see like a woman <clears throat> in science and yeah. then applying it to like the superhero Marvel universe because science basically is magic um, in a lot of ways. Yeah. And then I'm, I love Mayhem. I yeah. really can't wait to see more of Mayhem. Uh, and uh, I've always – I've been a fan of uh, Avita and I think that uh, Ty needs to know that uh, she's too good for you. And, <laughs> Say that again. And, the, the you know, like when you realize that you can just teleport somewhere and, you know, tell somebody, hey, don't freak out. I'm OK. I have to stay – I have to lay low and hide. Bye. Like that's all you needed to do. Uh, but anyway, uh, so uh, I, I – and I like sort of that – She's not just like, oh, I'm just this girl that likes him. I, I think that the dealing with her uh, her aunt and the voodoo stuff, I think, has really made her an important part of the story. So uh, I I like where it's all going. And uh, let's see. So these so three episodes. I guess we have seven more. And uh, shout out for this episode, episode three, uh, to a friend of mine from New York from uh, a lifetime ago, uh, Kate Rorick. She is a uh, co-executive producer on this show, or a high-level producer on the show. I think I might have given the wrong title, but she co-wrote the episode. Hey. And that's, I saw the name, I'm like, oh my god, I have to send her a message. So I was very excited to see that. Uh, anyway, that I think is time is all the time. Uh, I, I feel like Steph, we had to rush through the Cloak and Dagger talk. So before the end of the season, let's make sure we have you back. Maybe after the season finale, we'll talk about the season as a whole, if that's all right with you. I would be honored. If you can squeeze us into your busy schedule. Anytime with Zia and Christian, sign me up. Oh, aren't you the best? Uh, Well, thank you. And Steph... Where can people find you on social media? You guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Steph Sabra. Thanks for listening to me. And uh, Zia, where can people find you? First, I have to say everyone should listen to Steph. Second, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Zia underscore land. Right. And remember, we met, we teased this last week. Mm-hmm. Keep following her because uh, in the very near future, Zia is going to take your suggestions for what she should go to the comic store and buy. And uh, we'll film that uh, probably on a Thursday afternoon or something. And then I'll read them. Yes. Well, the, and then <laughs> and then two months later when she's done reading yep. them, <laughs> after sounding out all the words. One at a time. <laughs> One at a time. Uh, no. But uh, so, yeah, we're that'll, that'll be in the near future. And you can find both of us over on the Popcorn Talk Network Thursdays at – one Pacific, that's four Eastern, for Marvel Movie News. But we're always here for Marvel TV Weekly. Uh, that it will be Sundays at 9 Pacific. And you can find me 
Watch this. Mondays at, well, for right now, Mondays at 10, we, I do the Twilight Zone after show. Tuesday at 4, the Trump Report. Thursdays, the Star Trek Discovery after show. And I have my own podcast, The Blatcast. You can find it at B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T.com. Z has been a guest many times. Lots and times. Steph has been a guest just once. But... Maybe we'll have you back soon, Steph. At least we hope we do. Anyway. Fingers crossed. Yeah, we, we'll, we'll have you back there. We'll have you back here. Steph's like, fingers crossed that I actually don't have to go on that show ever again. That's true. That's, <laughs> that's how most people feel. Uh, and you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at ChristianDMZ. That's all the time we have for tonight. But uh, we will be back same time, same station uh, trying to say same bad time, same bad channel, but that's the wrong universe, and I couldn't figure out a good way to uh, a good way to do it. I guess I I can steal for I use my own name. Same blat time, same blat channel. Uh, Sundays at nine here on Afterbus TV. Until then, Excelsior. Our founder Kevin Undergaro and me Maria Menunos would like to thank you for tuning in to Afterbus TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 